And welcome back to Telling the Untold Stories of Wilkes University. This is Lindsay Scorey, your host. I'm super excited to be back in studio, and today I am so excited to have another one-on-one interview. I have in studio with me today Chris Mann, a senior supply chain management major, and I'm super excited to talk to him about his entrepreneurship um, endeavors. And Chris, why don't you kick it right off and tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to Wilkes? Uh, Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, Thank you really for having me. Um, you know, being here as senior at Wilkes is like really, really good because, you know, finally, you know, my years are ending, you know, four years flew by. I feel that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people say, you know, time's going to fly. And honestly, it really did. It does. Um, Wilkes has been, you know, a tremendous experience, uh, you know, a lot of ups and downs, but I feel like everybody goes through all that. Uh, I really didn't actually come here to Wilkes as, you know, supply chain management major. I actually started here as a nursing major, believe it or not. Crazy. I know, big jump. Um, so I started off as nursing. You know, I was wrestling here for three years. And after, you know, the three years after I made the switch, because, you know, I found out nursing really wasn't for me. I give all the credit. It's tough. I had a roommate in nursing. and It's a lot. Oh, yeah. I give all the credit in the world to yeah. all the nurses out there that followed through with it. A lot of my friends, mm-hmm. they followed through with it. And, you know, it, it was a little too much for me. So I found out business was kind of more suited towards me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, supply chain was really speaking to me. And, um, you know, I stopped my last year uh, in, to do wrestling. I stopped my last year in wrestling to pursue starting Man-Made Muscle. And that's what this year has kind of been all about, you know, new experiences, starting my own company and doing the competition and, you know, stopping wrestling. So I had to trade one thing to do another. That's really awesome because I was thinking of asking you too about how you time manage because I feel like it it can be a lot trying to like start up a whole new project while not only being in school but doing like other activities at the same time. So um, before we even jump into man-made muscle, I want to hear a little bit more about like um, what really made you passionate about wanting to start a business? Like is there something that sparked it? Like and and we can get into man-made muscle and talk Mm -hmm. about what it is, but um, have you known that you wanted to start a business? So like that's that's a really good like question because I always kind of had like this deep feeling like down like down in my heart like that I really wanted to start something you know myself and I said it on the other podcast too I really didn't want to work the nine to five but you know I I did have the reality to you know work a nine to five as I'm starting you know a company because you need you need some capital yeah. you know. You know, you got to really have some sort of income before you could actually start something your own. Right. Um, but I didn't want to start the company myself. I told my brother over the years, you know, even before I started at college, I always started like told my brother, I was like, hey, when I graduate college, we're going to start something. I don't know what it is, but we're going to start something. And funny enough, my senior year, I came up with this idea and I followed through with it and you know, now I'm here. Man-made muscle is about to actually become a dream come true. So oh, that's, that's where awesome. I'm at. I didn't know. Does your so your brother does it directly with you? Yeah. So he was a he's a graduate from Rowan University. He was biomedical engineer. Oh wow. Yeah. He's also got his master's uh, in business. So if I had any other partner to really go in with this with me on it, it'd have to be him because you know he truly does believe in the idea just as much as I do. And, you know, having someone you could trust and be on the same page is probably one of the most important things in, you know, creating a business and starting one. Mm-hmm. You need to. Yep. 
and having that support is critical and like somebody who you're obviously so close with your brother like that's natural and I agree with you with the whole like nine to five thing but it, it's interesting too because starting a business what's nice is you're passionate about it because you're right it's like you have to put in the hours and like you have to like be committed to it but like it's something you really want to do so I'll stop putting off the topic of man-made muscle obviously <laughs> I want to get right into like what you're passionate about so sort of as an athlete like what really brought you to this idea can you talk a little bit about what you can of what man-made muscle is so uh let me first start off how I came up with the idea yeah right? yeah yeah yeah. so funny enough you know uh I was scrolling through TikTok one day as right? you do uh, <laughs> as as one does as one does on the downtime uh, I was I was going through TikTok and I saw this video of like this type of barbell, right? And you know I was just looking at other type of attachments that people were coming out with, you know, gym equipment, gym accessories. Mm-hmm. And I saw this one that was like really piquing like my interest, and I was like, huh? You know, I've had ideas, you know, over the years that didn't really follow through. So this I felt like just one of those other ideas that might not work. But, you know, it, something about it just intrigued my interest a little more. Yeah. So I did more research and, you know, the idea that I came out with right now turns out it didn't exist, right? There was a competition, there's a competitor that had a similar idea and, but no one has done what I'm creating, right? Yeah. So I was at the gym and I was really thinking about it and I thought of a way to create it. And literally right at the gym, as I'm on a Stairmaster, right? Comes through at the craziest uh, Oh, times, yeah. yeah. I call my brother right at that moment as soon as, like, the idea comes. And I was like, hey, man, I got this crazy idea. I think it could work. And, you know, he always he's always, like, the realistic one. I always mm-hmm. like shooting for the stars. He's right. more of shoot for the stars, land on the moon. Right, you balance uh, each other out, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, kind of like yin and yang. And, yeah. um, you know, he told me to put a lot more, like, thought into it. You know, do more research, see what's out there. Before he could even jump on the idea, he wanted me to do a lot more work before Mm -hmm. he can actually give his point of view. Right, you have to do the research, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was just really excited about it. Well, naturally, (laughs) yeah, and then you're like, oh, I want to do this before anyone else does. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, I came up with the idea, and then before you know it, I hired someone to create it with me. Got the rights for it. And then next thing you know, I joined the Kirby Center uh, late, late as can be, like in December. So when they're even stopping. And then the Kirby Center has helped me all the way up until now to actually, you know, be one of the top uh, competitors for, that Wilkes is competing with. Uh, for the competition. That's really awesome. And I will say that is something I had some background in. So uh, I... Do not work directly on your project, but I do work for the Allen P. Kirby Center. And I know um, I've been to the TechBridge business plan competition, and it's really cool to get to see, like, I didn't realize there's so many young entrepreneurs out there. Um, Because, you know, last year we had all Belgium in the competition and everything like that. So um, I will say the Kirby Center is really great with getting to provide that sort of, like, support and, like, how do you create a business plan and how do you do all these things. So um, can you speak a little bit to, like, the process of what that's looked like. Like, I know you said, like, you're doing this research and you decided to work with the Kirby Center. Like, what was sort of, you know, for anyone out there who's maybe interested in exactly what you're going through, what was sort of the process? Like, maybe a little bit of a timeline of how that got started. So, uh, the kind of, like, the process in, like, what, in starting the company? And yeah, how, and how then, I like, how you've it? gotten to, like, where you're at right now. Like, what was sort of, like, the, oh. the initial steps? Okay, so, you know, first came up with the idea. Right. Naturally, yeah, <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. as one does. Yeah. Um, so first came up with the idea, and you know, really had to start drawing it out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was drawing it out. Um, 
and you know the drawing was you know kind of like a second grader drawing it yeah so and then you know i was like okay this could actually be something and i had to get it like 3d modeled right mm. and I, so i taught myself how to 3d model yeah, how do you do that i've never done that like, before I, I had my macbook which is probably the worst thing you could probably 3d model <laughs> yeah. on is every time i tried doing it my computer was about to take off it sounded like a fighter jet up yep, in there oh yeah mm. um so Started off with that, and then I was like, okay, the 3D model looks pretty good. And, and then I was like, you know what? I could hire someone to do it, you know, professionally, but also have the rights because, you know, it's, you know, it's just like self-contractor type thing. Yeah. So I, I hired someone. I had to put money up front from my own thing. You know, I took the risk, hired someone. It came out phenomenal. And at that time, I was like, I need a prototype because before mm-hmm. I could even prove anything, before I can even go deep into it, I need to see if this idea actually works, right? Mm-hmm. A proof of concept. So, you know, I was on the proof of concept stage and I was going through, I was even debating about going to Rowan or Rutgers because my brother has his master's at Rutgers to do their developmental programs for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. But then I found out Wilkes had one, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to go through them because I was like, you know what? I met with Jerry. Mm -hmm. He told me all the great things that they offer. I said, you know what? I'm doing it. Got the prototype made. And then they're like, there's a competition. I was like, a competition? I yeah, want to win this. Right? <laughs> right? I was like, I think I could win it. Yeah. And so they told me I had to get like the financials down, right? Mm-hmm. That's number one. You got to get projections, yep. right? You got to get a business plan, mm-hmm. right? I didn't know it's what. a lot of work. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't know the kind of path I had to take. And that's what my brother kind of helped me mm-hmm. with it and everything. He kind of helped me plan it out, you know, take everything step by step. So we got the business plan done. We got the financial projections done. And then we also got like the prototype done, right? Then we had to start talking to manufacturers to even get it made for the future, right? right? So I started even thinking and looking at manufacturers who can make it good, uh, cost effectiveness, you know, a lot of things lear- learning from supply chain. Everything goes mm-hmm. a full circle, right? I was going to say, like, do you feel like your classes or anything like that were like, or is this a lot of like self-taught experience stuff? Um, so it, uh, the world works in a crazy way. I want to mm-hmm. say that because I, I work at a fastenal and that is a kind of manufacturing, you know, uh, shipment kind of company. Mm-hmm. They sell fasteners and anything that you could ever imagine they sell to construction companies and everything. Funny enough, what I needed to create this product with, they sold. So me working with them and also going to these manufacturing facilities because as part of the internship, I had to visit all these places. Mm-hmm. Um, it got it gave me the kind of experience and just seeing how how do products get made. You know what I mean? Right. I, I would go visit Chewy. I would go visit... Um, these manufacturing plants for plastics, right? I would go to these manufacturers. I would go to Adidas, right? I would see all these things. I was like, okay, this is really, really interesting. Right. So beautifully with what you're doing now. Yeah. 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 So me creating something is on my own manufacturer, right? So it's funny enough how, you know, supply chain and also the fastenal experience kind of led me to creating my own company because it's exactly what I needed to know. Right. Exactly. I think that's, super useful too because I feel like you're never going to have it be like 100% just what you learned educationally or through an internship or you know 100% your own experience I think it's nice to get to not only combine that but you're now having a unique experience that no other real person who's 
like not doing a startup internship or entrepreneurship project can say. Um, so that sort of leads me into, I'm kind of curious, um, when you graduate, do you plan on full-time pursuing this? Do you want to pursue a career and do this on the side until it grows more? Like, like what are the plans? And I feel bad asking that because as a fellow senior, I hate when people ask me what I'm doing because I'm still figuring that out. Oh, I, I completely understand but, that. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but what's the, the thought process for, for the future plans? So like, the thought process, so there's like a reality one, and then there's, you know, what I hope. Right. Right. Got to so, have backup. <laughs> so w- what I would hope is, you know, I could take this full scale, you know, do it myself and obviously make enough money where I don't have to work. Right. Yeah. So that, w- that would be the goal. Oh, that, that right. That would be like the complete goal would just mm-hmm. to be able to take it off the ground right out of the college and just, you know, scale it up and just be like in heaven with it. Right. Right. But the reality is, you know, I probably have to get a job in supply chain or in sales or marketing, whichever one, you know, I really find that I best fit in, you know, and, you know, work that on the side and, you know, create the uh, the business on the side. I mean, my brother. So that's kind of where we're leading towards, you know, we're going to have to have a job. We're going to have to look for jobs. I'm looking for jobs regardless. Yeah. But, you know, I do really want to not let it go. Right. After this competition, oh, gosh, yeah. I really do want to follow through with it. So. You know, really committing to it is something I'm 100% going to do. I think that's awesome, too, because then it's nice because I think it could be super easy to when you're looking at job prospects to sort of put this on the back burner. Right. Like it's but I think that's something that's going to continue to let you have something to be passionate about, Mm -hmm. you know, like being able to finish out school and like have this to continuously be excited about. Because even as a student, you're making this work. And I think that ultimately is the goal with the startup business, right, is to put in the work on the front end and then like hopefully it grows and it becomes easier to work with and like not have to do as much work, which (laughs) sounds horrible, but I feel like like that's that's natural, right? No, 100%. That's what happens. Um, So in terms of like, support for your business and how stuff has been going uh do you think that like what do you think is the role of um stuff like the kirby center like your family like have you felt a lot of support with what you're doing has it been a lot of like having to make it work for yourself and invest in yourself oh I, I, honestly that's one of the best questions you could possibly ask because i had under like overwhelming no not under overwhelming <laughs> support uh for my oh, family awesome. my my mom my dad you know shout out to them my mom and my dad, they, they, they both were 100% behind me, me and my brother doing it. They loved the idea, and they honestly really did believe, and they do believe me, that I can accomplish anything. Are your parents in, like, a business background, or they work in a different field? So my dad's a, a, a not an engineer. He, he works for the U.S. Postal Service. Mm-hmm. He's a mechanic. He's a diesel mechanic. But my mom is also a senior director project manager. Uh, so my mom, my mom yeah. does have the business side and everything. My dad's more hands on. But your parents understand that stuff. Like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So my 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 parents are very like realistic with things mm-hmm. and everything, and so is my grandparents. Uh, my my grandparents have always been you know supportive because I live with them as well. Yeah. So having their support as well, they always believed in me. My grandfather always believes Aww. in me still. Um, especially my brother and my other family members because I have a like really close family. Yeah. They they all believe in me and they all know I can accomplish it. Even if it's not this, they can they know I can do it. And even the the, the professors uh, yeah. here at Wilkes, they all believe when I would talk to them about it and ask them questions. Because I feel like the more I ask and questions, the more I learn and the more I know. Naturally, like yeah. uh, shout out to Robert Taylor, you know my <laughs> my, my, my supply chain professor. Uh, he has been helping me in, in in certain ways. You know, I'd ask him about. 
and he'd be asking me what I'm doing with the product because he's generally really interested and as well as my other mentor, Herb Kemp, you know, yeah. they're all on supply chain in a way. Right. Um, they all been helping me. Like they're really supportive and even, you know, Bridget Terrell and all the other like professors that I've had, they all believe in it and they all see what kind of student I am. And hopefully they do see that it can be something. So the support has been overwhelming from all ends. Friends, too. They all believe in it, which is really good. I couldn't ask for more. That's so awesome to hear. And I think that's so touching to like hear how close your family is, too, because that's got to feel good to make them proud. Because not only are you doing something like that you want to pursue, but it's like you know that you have people who back you. And I feel like that's so critical. Especially friends, too. Like, all my friends, they all believe in it, too. Yeah. They all, they're realistic, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they're yeah. they're friends. You know what I mean? Right. You do, they can't just all be yes, man. But. Right. But that's <laughs> the thing, then, because you have people who give you feedback and who yeah. say, like, hey, like, I get that, too, the idea of, like, being an idealist. And it's, like, sometimes people give you critiques or bring you down to earth to help you not to oh, hear yeah. you so oh they all do that good yeah they all do that right but that's good too and then it's like okay you'd hope if they were on the other side of it too that you would be that way for them so, oh for sure for but sure you'd still be, like exactly rooting them on and i think it's interesting to me and i don't know if this is like something to to ask because i don't even know if there's a real answer but i feel like i've noticed a correlation between like uh not just business students but like athletes having a lot of like entrepreneurial goals like I don't know why I feel like we have a lot of athletes on campus who are really passionate about this stuff Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's just that you learned this drive while doing a sport or what it was I I would say honestly I don't I I know a lot of like you're exactly right with it sports do kind of lead you know into kind of higher positions in any type of uh, company that you're part of you know whether it be business uh, medical like degrees mm-hmm. a lot if you do a sport it there's a big correlation in dedication determination you know what i mean all things you, you learn in driven, the so, yeah. yeah driven all things you learn in the sport they all do correlate in the business world right mm-hmm. you got to be driven to get a promotion right yeah. you got to be driven to work harder to get more money right mm-hmm. so a lot a lot of people that do sports especially wrestling right mm-hmm. wrestling has taught me a lot of things that I honestly needed to learn for life, right? Wrestling, it's it's a team support, it's team sport, but it's also individual sport, right? You're a team and you're all working together to win, you know, as a team, but you're also winning your individual match, right? right? So you got to win for yourself before you could win as a team, right? Yeah. So it's kind of deep in a way. So right. you gotta you gotta really believe in yourself before anybody else can believe in you. That's a great point. So wrestling has really taught me, you know, it's it's also how many times you fall, how many times you can get back up, right? Mm -hmm. That's a big thing in wrestling. Like whoever has more will is going to win. Whoever has stronger will is going to win the match. And at the end of the day, that's what you need in life, right? Whoever Mm -hmm. has the stronger will is honestly going to succeed than other people will. Absolutely. And I think you articulated that beautifully because I've thought about that before with like, I have friends who are athletes and like, I've always wondered, like, it takes so many hours of dedication that, like, I've always kind of been like, oh, not, like, why? Because I understand the why. But sometimes I'm kind of like, do you ever feel like it's, like, too much or it gets in the way of other things you're doing, like, school or work or stuff like that? And, like, I think that's sort of why it it correlates so beautifully because it's, like, you learn these things and it makes you driven in other areas of life and i think that's that's a really awesome takeaway i just thought that was interesting like thinking about oh yeah it. i'm like i feel like so many of the like 
people I've met who are like entrepreneurs or student entrepreneurs, especially, which is like a really crazy thing to get to be. It's like so many of you are athletes and I'm like, it makes sense. No, no, that was a really good question. And honestly, I completely agree with it. Like you're absolutely right with it. Like a lot of entrepreneurs were athletes because I really do feel like they have the dedication because it takes a lot of dedication Mm -hmm. and, you know, cojones to kind of really follow through with your own dream, right? You're, You're taking a big risk. Right. Absolutely. Definitely. And I think like obviously a lot of this talk right now, like you're still very much in the process. Like there's a lot to happen in the future for you. Right. So it's a lot more like looking towards like what you hope to happen for man-made muscle and like your future and stuff like that. So I still want to have that reflective part because you've put a lot of work in. So I'm sort of curious, what's been your favorite part of the whole process and establishing your business or even just the whole process of um, learning these things as a student, maybe one of the favorite things you've experienced as a student or as starting up your own business? So to kind of answer like the first one, that one of my favorite processes in like starting this whole thing was creating the product. Mm-hmm. Right, it's so cool to see it like right? physically. Yeah. Uh, I, it, to me, it it just baffles me because it started off as an idea in my head. Right, I drew it out, mm-hmm. and then now it's a physical thing. Yeah, it's right, crazy like thing that. Where, like, you manifest it. It's yeah, like your baby. Exactly, exactly. It's my baby. <laughs> like I created it, and now it's a real thing. It was in my head. Now it's real. Um, so that that whole process was probably like the best kind of way I can see things, and just the experience in creating something even if it didn't work now i gotta create it again right i gotta try it again i see what was wrong see what was good um now best experiences here as wilkes i would say kind of like the one-on-one you get from the teachers and professors Mm -hmm. um you know you could really have like a personal relationship with a professor because you know wilkes's classes are really small so having that was able to make me able to have like a connection my mm-hmm. professors even ask them questions about you know what I should do because you could ask a professor and I give you 10 out of 10 like a, a business professor about starting your company 10 out of 10 they'll they'll know how to kind of do it or they'll, yeah. they'll point in the right direction in the field yeah. yeah yeah a lot of people don't don't see that or they don't even get the chance or even want to have the chance to even use them as that kind of resource they just see them as a professor not as you know a tool because a lot of them have connections, mm-hmm. and a lot of people miss out on that. A lot of professors have a lot of connections. Yep, and networking is such an important part. And I agree with you because that's one of my favorite parts about going to a small school is, like, getting that one-on-one connection and feeling like I know people who know people, which is, oh, yeah. like, what gets you your foot in the door a lot of times. Like, I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's really important, but... Not to like, because I feel like this is like a job interview question, but I'm actually really curious because like you said, like if something fails, you redo it. And like, I know that, you know, even if the prototype's looking great and like there's still a lot of changes made in the process of what you're doing, how do you handle like constructive criticism? Like, do you find that like it's really helpful for you? Have you ever had any moments where somebody gave you a criticism that you were unsure of? Uh, I mean, as hard as it is to say, you know, I actually do love constructive criticism Mm -hmm. because if you're not poking holes in something to see if it sinks, you're not really looking at it at all angles, right? You're seeing everything as like a a 2D picture, right? You got to look at it at all angles and, you know, one side might look good, but if you look at the other side... It could be, you know, really bad. Next thing you know, it's sinking, right? right. And that doesn't mean you have a bad product. Like, no. everything has to no. go through that. Yeah, no, and, and that's how, you know, great things are started. You know, Thomas Edison created the light bulb, 
how many times? Like a thousand times, but he created it a thousand times on how not to make a light bulb, right? right? right, right so right. he, in, in a way, you got to have to try it so many times because at the end of the day, you keep swinging, you're going to hit. Mm-hmm. So as long as you keep critiquing it and seeing where it needs to be critiqued, that's how, you know, you should really take constructive criticism. Take everything with a grain of salt, but actually listen to it. It's how you take yep. things. I, I think that's a really great point because I feel like sometimes, I feel like that's what would like, um, like Chuck's been sort of talking to me about the idea mm-hmm. of getting an MBA. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. saying like, I feel like one of the things I would be so nervous to be in like a business sector for is like the idea of, I believe change is necessary and I completely believe in what you said, but it's really hard to put it into practice to accept like having to take critiques to your work. And like, this is something so personal to you. So I think that's so awesome that you're already at the point where you see that for what it is, is productive and Mm -hmm. you need that feedback. So I think that's a really great way to look at it. Um, It's how you, it's how you take things, right? If you have a positive mindset, only positive things are going to come out. And mm -hmm. if you start having a negative mindset, like, Oh, this person doesn't like my idea they could just be critiquing it right yeah they don't mean to like yeah, hate you personally. yeah i mean some people do but at the end of the day that's why you take everything with a grain of salt mm-hmm. and you take everything as a learning experience right yep. and that's how you kind of stay on that positive kind of train track with it mm-hmm. and as long as you do that it you'll see how far you can honestly go that's a, that's a really good point and i think honestly i think about someone said to me once of like if you're looking for advice that you respect go to the people that you admire and you would want a life like theirs or like a business like theirs. Like if you're upset of a critique from somebody like, well, are they somebody who you admire? He would want to like live a life like theirs. Like Mm -hmm. if that's not the case, maybe take it with a grain of salt. But like if it's somebody you really, you know, want to emulate, then respect what they say and follow what they say. And that's always never led me astray. You know, that's also a tough one because I've also heard the opposite of that is like, you may not always want to meet your heroes. You know That's I mean? a good point. That's too, a good though. So yeah. because yeah. sometimes Rooms you know the, the facade, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. someone that you meet that you think is gonna love it, that you really look up to, they might not like it. And at mm-hmm. that point, you gotta be like, well, maybe at the end of the day, my opinion is what only matters. And you could listen to the opinion, you could accept it, but you don't always gotta take it, right? You, I like that though. That is a good point. I, I've thought that as well, too, of, like, I've had a lot of people I admire who, like, I've asked for advice in the future, or, like, things like that. And people are also super inclined to tell you uh, what works best for them. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, everyone's individual path is different. So you have to, like you said, take what you believe to be best for you. Yeah. Because you're the only one who knows your experience. Yeah. And, and honestly, well, another thing to add on to that is, you know, a lot of people, like what you said before, is a lot of people know what is best for them. But if you go to a, enough people, like, okay, this person, that's what was best for them. Okay, this person, that was best for them. You see a big variety. Okay, this person did this, that came out. This person did this, that was the outcome. That person did that, you know what I mean, and on. And you can kind of create your own algorithm, so to say, and, you know, do your own path with it. But learn from other people's mistakes and learn from their own experiences to create your own path. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. And so sort of not like I'm not asking this next question at all negatively, more of just like a reflection piece of looking back at what you've done, how this process has been going for you. Is there anything you would have done differently? Like, especially for anyone who's maybe looking to do something similar, like, is there any part of it that could have gone smoother if you did something differently? Starting sooner. Mm-hmm. I would say starting sooner mm-hmm. would be, but in reality, um, 
anything I could have done differently? No, no. Honestly, like I feel like the path that I'm taking right now is the path I'm supposed to be on. Yeah. And um, starting sooner would honestly would have been the best option, but I do truly believe this is you know the timing that needed to happen. Um, but for people out there that you know are kind of looking for a little motivation on it, uh, mm-hmm. persistency. Mm-hmm. All right, that's that's what you really need. And if you're gonna accomplish and want to accomplish anything, and from what I from what I learned is persistency like i have had my times like in where i didn't feel persistent or like i felt like i wanted to give up and everything but as long as you you know you keep doing it and you keep getting it up and you keep pushing you're gonna accomplish it and it's gonna feel a lot better your future self is gonna thank you mm-hmm. yep for sure and I, that reminds me too of even i know we were talking about when i had trevor skeen on the podcast him and i were talking about like you will never regret like failure, like trying something and failing. What you will regret is like not pursuing your ideas because you think, oh, somebody's definitely done this before or like, oh, it's not even worthwhile. Like, what if it fails? I don't even want to invest. And if you don't even try, you guarantee failure. Oh, yeah. You, you know? miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Exactly. That's that's you know what? That, there was like a quote <laughs> in my head. That was like, uh, that was the quote yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that worked out beautifully. <laughs> but yeah, no, like you, you have to be to be willing to try. Yeah. And, and I agree with you that it's like you need to like stay consistent persistency. So, yeah. And, and sure. to even go on, like, you know, the podcast with you and Trevor and everything, he, he spoke it really well because, you know, what the situation that he was in uh, when he was starting out his idea, you know, his timing was perfect. You know, if, it, if he didn't meet that couple to, you know, start his patent idea, you know, it was all about timing. And he was probably persistent in really wanting to follow that job and following yep. up with the people. Right. Yep. That's persistency right there. So it was really good. Yeah. Do you believe in like fate at all? Like random question. Do, you think uh, do like I believe in fate? Um, in, in a way, um, I, I feel like you make your own decisions that can lead to different fate paths. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, you can do something, but you could have done something else. You made a decision, right? So in, in a point where you make a certain amount of decisions that creates your fate, but you have different faith, like fate paths. Mm-hmm. And as long as you make the right decisions, it determines what path you go down, mm-hmm. right? You have a set paths, but which path are you going to go off? And they always right. fork. I mean, it's like a tree. Yeah. It's always branching off. You're going to go this way. You're going to go left. You're going to keep going left or you're going to go right. Right. You know what I mean? So I feel like all those paths are predetermined. It's just at the end of the day, you have the choice to go down what path. Your thought processes and the way you talk, like you would make such a great like coach or mentor to people like especially like people like trying to figure out their <laughs> lives i'm like man you gotta like you, really you wouldn't insight, like, insight <laughs> you wouldn't be the thoughts. first person to tell me that yeah like no, just the way you carry yourself too like i don't know like i don't know i just thank wanna, you i really appreciate yeah, it like that, that's really good yeah, thank absolutely. you that really... like my question was out of the park because like just the way you're talking about things i'm like curious i'm like do you believe in this yeah like, what yeah. do you think about this like it's a very open mindset with things you know yeah. that, that's that's kind of how i was raised and everything i was raised really religious so i do believe you know like god has a path and everything so i do believe in that you know i've been blessed my whole life and everything i'm going to have continued blessings but then there's also a belief in my head that you know i have certain paths i gotta mm-hmm. take and so uh, that's a lot from my, my family and even having a bunch of mentors kind of helped me with that right yeah. a lot of my friends taught me a lot of things right a lot of my friends are wise mm-hmm. um 
So learning from everybody just kind of created my own, you know, thought of everything. Well, you kind of answered this with that, but it makes me think like, so like personally or professionally or both, like what are sort of your biggest inspirations or, or things that inspire you, but also maybe you want to aspire to? Um, I really, I really don't have any person that I kind of want to aspire to. It's just people that kind of look up to because like the personality and the things they accomplish so seeing what they've done i don't exactly want to be them but i just like the person that they are and what they've done yeah right so like some people it was like joe rogan i know everybody yeah, we that knows me this yeah. Yeah. I, I know everybody you know kind of makes fun of, like me for saying joe rogan but like joe rogan 100 percent. like i love what he does i love like the people that he talks to Right. If you listen to him talk, he talks to a wide variety of people. Mm -hmm. And the one good thing about that is, you know, you learn so much from hearing about different people's lives. Right. Yep. What did they do? What did they become successful with? Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's Elon Musk. Right. I know mm -hmm. a lot of people will like kind of disagree, but agree with it. Man started, you know, PayPal and created 20 other businesses, you know, SpaceX, Tesla and everything. He was just, you know, trying to figure himself out, right? Mm -hmm. So he started a bunch of things. The next thing you know, now he's one of the richest men in the world, mm -hmm. right? So, and he was an inventor, right? Mm -hmm. But he also wasn't the main inventor. He was someone that put all the pieces, like it was a chessboard, right? Put all the pieces in order and everything kind of worked out. There. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he didn't have to be the sole creator of things. That's where I'm sitting at. I didn't have to be the sole creator of some things. I just got to put all the right people together, all the right connections, and things would just work out. That's a really, really great point. Um, so then in terms of like talking about, like I said, like a lot of this stuff is going to, to play out in the future. Um, this could be short term, long term, whatever you want to uh, speak to. But what are you most excited about for your business and for your own future plans? Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited to kind of take everything off from the ground up right really see like the final products of it like that because right now you know i really can't talk about the product in itself yeah but mm -hmm. i really want to see the final product of it right? right now we're in the prototyping stages so my basic excitement is it, it, it's kind of hard to think long term because i want to think long term long term is to see it successful seeing influencers use it seeing people actually benefit from the product right seeing people buy it and actually improve their lives with it. That is my end goal and that is the biggest thing, right? Yeah. Um, for short term is kind of seeing the first one of it, right? The mm -hmm. first successful one of it and just create the best product that it possibly can be before I could bring it out. That right? would be a that's huge short term, yeah. Yeah, that, that's short term and long term, right? Mm -hmm. I, I want to really see this company go from the ground up and, you know, kind of prove to everybody, you know, that I did something, that I put my like head towards yeah that's that is a really really great thing to to look forward to so that's really awesome so i will say i tend to wrap up every podcast with the same question so i'm gonna uh kick this off to you for whatever you think um i always ask my guest what is their biggest piece of advice now this could be to somebody who is super similar to your path this could be to anyone entering college entering their their career starting a business but what do you think is your biggest piece of advice that was ever given to you or that you wish was given to you? Um, so one of my biggest advices would be, I said on the other one, and I said it in this podcast, it's uh, persistency, mm -hmm. all right? Just keep trying. Keep swinging, yeah. really. Like, if you keep failing, just keep going. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. Like, if you keep going and persistency 
you're gonna make it. You're gonna you're gonna hit a ten out of ten, and it's gonna go out in the ballpark. That's Absolutely. all that matters. Absolutely. So if you keep getting up and you keep trying, that's all I can give. Right? That's the best advice I can really give. Just keep trying. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Chris, is there anything else that we didn't explore that you would like to talk about, or no, that you'd I like th- to give to the audience? No, I just. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully I can come back again after I win the competition. Absolutely. <laughs> I would love that. And it Fingers crossed. Been, yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody crossed. send Chris good energy for it. Super excited for that coming up next month. Um, thank you so much, Chris, for being on my podcast. It has been a wonderful time having you. I will put Chris's information in the description of this podcast if you're interested in reaching out to him. Very charismatic guy, so I'm going to assume he's cool with that. I didn't <laughs> of even think course. to ask no, him No, no. It's all, trust me. If you guys have to ask any questions how I started everything, please feel free to reach out. I love talking people and you know exploring everything beautiful well look forward to that please feel free to reach out to chris or please feel free to uh, reach out to me if you're interested in being on my podcast it has been a wonderful time as always you are listening to 90.7 wclh radio